Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Welcome to the program that loves to take Bible questions. This one was sent to me by Dennis. Bob, was Jesus prepared his whole life to go to the cross or did the Father need to guide him? Well, that's an excellent question, Dennis. It is God the Father who prepared Jesus for his crucifixion, but that's a very simple way to say it. Let me go back and give some details. In eternity, before the incarnation, in the form of God, Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, agreed to come to earth to pay for our sins, to become a human being. But as a result of his incarnation and birth from Mary, he grew up as a real human being, having emptied himself of the power of God, the form of God, even the memory of God. We can read about this in Philippians chapter 2. Sometimes I'll talk to people who believe in the Bible but say they don't believe Jesus was God, and they'll ask me, well, if he was God, why would he have needed to pray to God? How does God pray to God? Because, my friends, at that time in history, God had become a real human being in every way. He bled. He was hungry. He paid taxes to the Romans. He worked as a carpenter for a while, as an apprentice to his father. The only thing that distinguished him from us is that he never sinned, but he was tempted to sin. Like Adam, who had been created without a sin nature, Jesus had no sin nature. But like Adam, who could make a choice to sin, Jesus had that same choice. Only in Jesus's case, he didn't do it. That's why he's called the Son of Man, the Son of Mankind. That's why the scripture calls him the second Adam, because he did what the first Adam didn't. He resisted sin, but he was really tempted. Any temptation that you've ever gone through, Jesus has experienced. We're told this by the writer of Hebrews quite clearly. So yes, he was a real man. Whereas God created the first Adam, and that Adam was distinct from God, the second Adam was God himself. In eternity past, Jesus was called God the Word, God the Messenger. This was the person of the Trinity who would communicate to people. Now we think of him as God the Son because of the incarnation through the Virgin Mary. But the power of God, the form of God, whatever he looked like before, even the mind of God was all emptied. Jesus as a baby, Jesus as an infant wasn't sitting in his high chair saying, when this is over, I'll go back to creating quasars again. No, he grew up and somewhere in his life as he grew, the other two persons of the Trinity, the Father and the Holy Spirit revealed to him who he was. For scripture, for evidence that he had emptied himself of the mind of God, we're told in the book of Luke that he grew in wisdom. Well, how does God grow in wisdom? God already knows everything. In Matthew 24, he said he did not know the day of his second coming. Well, God would know that, yes, and Jesus again by identity was God, but at that point, living in the limitations of human flesh with a human mind, he did not know when he was going to come. Now, he's back in heaven right now. Obviously, now he knows again when he's going to return. I do find it interesting. So many people write books, and they're pretty sure when Jesus is going to come. But Jesus himself, when he was here on earth, said even he didn't know. That should give us some pause. People claiming to know something that Jesus himself said he didn't know. All to say that as a human being, yes, God had to prepare him for his mission, just as God has to 
prepare any of us for the work he's called us to. The other two persons of the Trinity eventually revealed to him once again who he was and then started preparing him for the tasks ahead, including his atonement for our sin. And he agreed to that, but not without hesitation. He hesitated in the Garden of Gethsemane just like any of us would. He said, Father, if there's any other way to save the people from their sins, let's do it. He didn't want to go to the cross. And what's worse, on the cross, he became separated from God. That's what hell is. Think about it. Our penalty for not giving our lives to Jesus, our penalty for our sin is hell. And Jesus experienced that penalty. It wasn't just the physical death, although we don't want to understate that. In those days, there was nothing more torturous than crucifixion, and little is more torturous today. But it wasn't just the crucifixion. He knew he was going to be separated from the Father and separated from the Holy Spirit. And that's why from the cross, he cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Well, that's because God the Father saw you and me and our sin, but Jesus paid for it as if it had been his sin. So the righteousness that he earned as a human being who never sinned was given to us, and the sin that we deserve was given to him. He paid for it. It's just as if you had a deficit in your bank account, and some rich friend said, I'll tell you what, I'll take all the money in my account, which is in the black, and transfer it to your account. Now his account goes into the red, your account goes into the black. That's what Jesus did for us. Great question, Dennis. Hope this helps. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.